how these elements are special for people so we want to be also a special in ourselves but I don't see there is any challenge that we cannot use. Hello everyone and welcome back to Seeking Refuge, a podcast sharing the human stories of refugees and the world events that affect them. Today, we'll be speaking with Ahmad Al-Zukani about his business called Mint Coffee House based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Ahmad came to the United States as a refugee from Syria and will tell us about his story moving here and growing Mint Coffee House into a thriving business in his local area. So, Ahmad, can you tell me um, about yourself and your background? Yeah, well, I was born in Syria in, in 1985 and lived my uh, entire, you know, childhood and like, you know, growing up in, in Damascus, Syria until uh, 2015. So, you know, the civil war started in 2010 or like start to be really bad in 2012. So I decided to move. Uh, just like, you know, for safety and, you know, seeking a better uh, future for, for me and my future family. So uh, I decided to leave the country in 2013. So it took me almost three years to uh, get the process done and moved. So I, I left Syria in 2015, like in, in September. So I arrived to the United States. Nothing really much about, you know, that the time that I lived in Syria. It's like a normal, you know, life where you go to school and then to college and then start, you know, working out uh, or like working uh, in some places to get uh, what you really need uh, for your future. But unfortunately, it did not finish because... Uh, of the civil war when it started. So that's pretty much what I have in Syria. Uh, I have a big family. So we are a total of uh, 10 brothers and sisters. So I am the last one. I'm the youngest. So, yeah, and all of them uh, still living in Syria. I'm the only one who is, like, out uh, of the country so far. Yeah, so that's pretty much everything, you know, uh, in Syria until I arrived to the United States. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, thank you for telling me about your family, 10 brothers and sisters. That must be a lot. Uh, they must make fun of you for being the little one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great. Uh, when we go to visit them, my wife and I, it's, it's, it's a great time to spend with all of them. Mm-hmm. And now on to your business. So Mint Coffee House, you know, I've seen a lot of pictures on social media. Could you describe your uh, your restaurant to us and um, tell us a little bit about how you started it? Well, it wasn't the plan to start a business, to be honest with you. Uh, I used to work for a company uh, as a, uh, a catering manager, and then uh, I got to be like the general manager for that company so for like a five or six years after uh after that time my wife and i decided to move to virginia so we were there uh, to be close to her family a few months later things didn't work fine for us so we decided to go back 
but I wasn't planning to open a, a business. But since I came back, all the people I had connection with them keep calling me about like the coffee service or, or, or something to do for them. So I just thought like, why I don't start like a, a coffee business? So that's how it started. It started just like, you know, by people loving our service. So I did started with like a mobile espresso bar, which that's what we do the most. Like we do events, weddings, uh, churches, schools, offices, all these type of occasions. That's what we specialized with. So it's started with an idea, you know, it's with just like people requested service from us. And then it's grow and it's became like a big business for us. So we bought another uh, espresso bar and then uh, another truck. So we have also uh, a coffee truck. So it's it's similar to food trucks, but it does just coffee. And also we we bought our shop last September. So we're still working on it. It's not open yet. It's gonna take a few months for us to know, you know, to get on the process and, and be ready to open. So it's been a nice journey for us the last couple of years. That sounds incredible. And I'm curious, uh, your business seems like, you know, you do a lot of outreach, uh, you do a lot of different services, uh, whether it is like you're serving at one place or you're serving at events. I was wondering if you could take us through like, you know, what a typical day of work looks like at Mint Coffee House, what aspects of your day you enjoy the most, and just what a day looks like for you. Well, actually... It's, it's a great thing to work with uh, because you always go to parties, you know, you always go to places where there is like fun and, and people are happy to see you. Uh, and that's what gives us like this energy. So basically we go always early because, you know, coffee needs to be served the first things in the morning for people to walk up. So our days always start between 5 and 6 a.m. So to be prepared and get the equipment and go to places like an office or a school or a church or, or a party. Uh, the only events we do in the evenings is the weddings. That's the only things we do in the evening. Most of uh, our other events are in the morning. So we go, we take everything in, in our service units, do the setup and, and serve people and break them down and come back. So it's, it's not too hard. It's just, it's something you really need to love to do. Because as I told you, you always go to parties. So people want to see you, wants to engage with you, wants to talk to you. So that's like the good things about the bar. Plus, you know, serving coffee. Coffee always is like a great thing for people to meet and talk and chat and, you know, have like a nice memories. Do you have any particular experiences or like, you know, a certain event that maybe brought you the most joy? Well, the most we we go and do is, you know, whether like a wedding or a baby shower or maybe a, a birthday party. Um, you know, these like events are small and people just like meeting, you know, for fun. It's not for business because other events are for business yes it's it's like for fun but it's also for business these type of parties is just like for fun 
that's what we love to do the most. And we always, you know, try to help whether like in customizing drinks for them, having some nice stickers for them, have a nice design in our bar for them. So it's that's what we like to work the most because we we really know these events are special for people. So we want to be also a special in our service for them. That sounds amazing. And I'm curious, you know, how has your cultural background influenced your business? And I'm assuming that Lanchet's a place of great diversity. So how does that kind of interact? Well, yeah, I can I can see the difference between our culture and the other cultures. Or like at least here, you know, we like always to help and, and always, you know, to like it's it's a funny thing, you know, like people from the Middle East get their nose and everything. So for example, if we go to an event and see people are uh, doing some decoration or things, we try to go and help and, 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 and try to do something different, you know, which it's not common here, like people will not do things are not asked for. Uh, that's one of the things and and the other thing is you know when uh, when we go and even if they ask us to stay or you know invite us to be part of the event that's like something i i really see it's like a match between our culture and, and, and the culture is here so your customers, can you tell me like, you know, what kind of cultures um, you serve? And you mentioned uh, that you guys do serve at a lot of weddings. Have you been able to serve at various cultural weddings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, most of the events we go to, to be honest with you, where is alcohol is not an option. So we go to a lot of, you know, events, a lot of Indians, Pakistanis, Afghanis, uh, all of these, you know, different culture. It's so rare to go to like an American wedding because you know alcohol would be up there. <laughs> so we are like you can say we replace the alcohol service. So that's basically what we do with with other uh, events. And yeah, I have a lot of people like uh, an Arab people or like an immigrant people uh, require our service on their way. That sounds like a really great opportunity to be able to serve, you know, different cultures and be able to provide an alternative to weddings where alcohol isn't allowed. So, yeah, that sounds incredible. And I'm curious. So, you know, starting the business in America, it can't be easy. Did you use any specific resources or support networks that kind of, uh, you know, benefited you? Or, you know, if you weren't able to access those, what kind of challenges did you face? Well, the most challenged things right now we are facing is the paperwork. It's just like a lot of things are required and asked for. I have no experience with this. To be honest with you, my wife is handling these things, and and no, we didn't we didn't use any resources or helps. Always we go to the you know direct to the place like if we want to do like something with the health department we'll go to their office if we want to do something with the license and things we go to the website it's it's not easy to find help honestly yeah you see a lot of organizations offer uh, these type of helps but it's it's not what you really want they have like a general information but when you go to the deep details it's not an easy and 
to be honest also with you, you always discover the challenges when you get to it. So you are not prepared for it. But that's what people have to do. Like if you want to start your business, you have to expect there are a lot of challenges you're going to face. And this is my advice. Do not think about the future when you do this type of work. You just go day by day and try to solve what you face. That's that's how we are doing. I know it's slow, like it's not like we are not having a lot of experience in doing these type of paperwork or like, you know, dealing with the government. But honestly it's been it's been good for us so far. So I, I don't I don't see there is any challenge that we cannot fix. Yeah, I can't imagine how difficult starting a business is, uh, you know, especially in a new country uh, where you might not be familiar with the different regulations in place and such. So that's incredible that, you know, you were able to found your own business and then have it, you know, grow to be as impactful as it is now in your community. And so I'm curious, like, you know, when you kind of reflect on um, the years that you spent running uh, Mint Coffee House. What kind of impact have you seen it have on your community and specifically maybe the refugees and migrants in the area? Well, it's it's given opportunity for other people to think and bring. So most of the immigrants or refugees came come to the United States still like hesitate to do uh, things uh, like open a business or start you know something because. There are a lot of challenges like language, uh, money, uh, connections, right things. That's like the most challenges for people who are were not living in the country, did not grow up with the culture, did not know anything about the system. So as you know, there is a lot of people start their business and they fail because of these reasons. So it's, it's good for the people who are around us. They always come and ask us about, you know, how they should start, uh, where is the area they would like to be, because, you know, if you choose the wrong place to start your business, you are not going to succeed. So these, most of the things, and not always the money, what you really need to start your business. Experience, like when we started our our coffee company, we had less than $10,000. But because we have experience, we have connections, we have uh, customers already. So that's what helped us to start and succeed. So these things, what most of the people like worked for me right now can see and can learn. Yeah, that's incredible advice. And I'm curious, in your area, I know that you're just now kind of opening a permanent store location, but are there any other refugee owned migrant owned businesses that you know you kind of feel a relationship with not right now there are a previous refugees and immigrants already have you know grocery store or um, like an arab markets they started before me but as like uh, cafes or or restaurants I, i don't think there are what we really connect with right now is bakeries, but we unfortunately we use someone local here, uh, owned by you know an, an old uh, generations. I hope we'll be able in the future to do a partnership with immigrants and refugees. 
that sounds perfect. And um, yeah, I have reached out to other businesses in Atlanta. Atlanta is a very important place for me. I, I'm Bengali, so it's a place where I, that's why I reached out to you because, you know, I saw that you were in Atlanta, but hopefully, you know, I, if I find other businesses uh, that might be in your area, I can connect you with them, see if you might be interested in just like, that would be great. yeah. And I'm curious, uh, so I know you mentioned when it comes to, you know, starting your own business, looking towards the future is not important, you know, focusing on the present is most important, but now that you've been able to secure a permanent store location and such, what do you think the future of your business might look like specifically on how it might, um, you know, have an impact on the refugee community in the long term? Yeah, well, when I told you you have to focus on your present, that doesn't mean you don't have to look to the future. But you cannot do both at the same time. And that's my point. You have to focus with what you have right now and then try to think about the future for us i don't want to do like a, a huge thing so i would love you know to keep things simple for me and my family because we want to enjoy our time as well i don't want to spend my entire life trying to build a massive business someone else will enjoy it in the future and for me sacrificing my life to do this that's not worth it so you know we are still young and yes we have the energy to do that we want to do it but also we want to enjoy our time so my goal is to open this breaking order um, and have our catering company set up and i think that's what i will do the most because as i told you i have my wife and my daughter and i want to enjoy spending time with them and i want them also to enjoy i don't want to stress all the time because starting a business it's it's a stress and wasting a lot of time in operation and and building the future building the business itself so that's that's where i will be i don't think we will grow more than that that's like my goal honestly when whenever the shop started and our business is stable and then we'll just you know deal with it day by day but we'll be also like having more fun things to do. So, you know, as as like uh, someone who is new to the country, I would love to help. So I will focus also on helping my friends or the people who live in our community to start their business and not just thinking about growing the world. No, that sounds like a really good plan, I think. And, you know, being able to support your friends and then support your family is also just very important. Um, now my last question, which I think is going to be my kind of favorite question. Can you walk us through the menu of Mint Coffee House and tell us maybe about um, one or two of your favorite items? Yeah, well, my always, you know, my, my always favorite drink is not our special drink honestly because you know we have a full menu of espresso drinks teas and non-espresso drinks so we basically do coffee lattes cappuccinos uh, mochas macchiato all these espresso special drinks are available in our menu we also do do chai chai tea uh, we do green tea mint tea and black tea and we also do hot chocolate 
These are non-espresso drinks. We have them in hot and ice uh, beverages as well. Uh, my favorite drink is caramel cappuccino. We use a really special caramel syrup. So when you taste it, it just tastes like a dessert. Um, more than coffee, you still enjoy the coffee uh, taste on it, but it's it's just so so smooth. So that's what we do. What I love the most. Our special house uh, coffee drinks is the mint mocha latte, which is usually a seasonal drink, but we have it as a permanent drinks. And actually, this is like it's it's the highest order drink that we have always outside. So people must love it. <laughs> Yeah, no, that sounds really good. And I'll definitely give your company a visit sometime because, yeah, no, that sounds very good. Please, we'd love, we'd love to have you guys maybe like on the on the summer when we are open and everything's settled. So you can come and enjoy and see a different, you know, different type of cafe, coffee shop. That's what we are trying. Yeah, no, that sounds perfect. Can you tell us a little bit about what the permanent location will look like? Because I've seen pictures of your mobile. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's a it's a building in in like a highway close to our area. It's in Takar, so we basically are gonna do a breaking order with uh, some seats, like for people to come and enjoy. We have also um, like in a warehouse attached to it on the back. We are trying to do it as like a party venue, but that will be the long run. So basically, you just like go to like a normal coffee shop, but in the future, you will have the option to get your office there or renting maybe a small space for you. So that's basically what we are thinking to do. It's like, you know, uh, the WeWork space area, uh, including a cafe. So that's what we what we are thinking to do. I see. Yeah, no, I'm excited to see what that permanent location will look like. I'm sure it's going to be a really, you know, relaxing, peaceful place to get coffee. Yeah. And um, is there anything else that you would like to tell us about yourself or your business that we didn't get to mention in this interview today? Well, nothing much. Uh except that you know small businesses always need like support. Um, you know, any any word to the others, like like if you just to chat with your friends about uh, supporting small businesses, it's very important for for small business to get the word out on the beginning, because this is the challenge for most of the people. You may have a great service and a great product, but no one knows about it. So, uh, sharing and speaking and telling the others, it's it's very very important too you know, small business, exactly who is running by immigrants or refugees, because they don't have any connections. Yes, thank you for sharing that. And I'm certainly hoping that our listeners, you know, after listening to this episode, will take a visit to your location, because a lot of our listeners are scattered around this area. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for contacting us. And we really uh, love, you know, to talk and speak about, you know, our journeys and our futures as well. That was Ahmad Azukani talking about his work at Mint Coffee House. If you like this episode, be sure to like, subscribe, rate, and review us in the comments below. 
If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at seekingrefugepodcast at gmail.com or at our University of South Carolina email address, sosrpa at mailbox.sc.edu. You can find us on social media at Refuge Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. This show is produced by undergraduate students at the University of South Carolina. Your host for this week was Anusha Ghosh. This episode was edited by Claire Mattis and produced by Claire Mattis. As always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one.